we woke up this morning uh, to the really sad news of the death of David Bowie. I mean, for most of us, I don't think we even knew he was sick. But um, every Thursday at uh, 6 o'clock, Bill Hughes does his essential songs of a particular year, and I thought, who better uh, to look at the musical legacy of David Bowie, because this isn't an obituary, uh, would be Bill Hughes. Bill, welcome to the programme. Hi, George. Uh, I don't know very much about his, his songs now, so well, I'm over to you here. Yeah, all day we've been reminded of his career. We've been reminded of his contribution. We've been reminded of his status. And uh, it's just been one long obituary today. And I just think, please let me hear the music. <laughs> let me hear the music. Just break from it. And I, I wanted to kick off with a song that, as far as I'm concerned, it's the song that told me. He was a rock star. Uh, And funnily enough, it's one of the songs where he played the lead guitar. He took the lead guitar. He always had fabulous lead guitarists on his recordings. But on Rebel Rebel, which is from the album Diamond Dogs from 1974, David Bowie played the uh, the the guitar himself, and now this is forty years ago. Yeah, so he's in his late twenties. Yeah, okay. And Roy Carr. Uh, uh, NME critics Roy Carr and Charles Sharm Murphy they said with the guitar he makes a rocking dirty noise that owed as much to Keith Richards as it did to the departed Mike Ronson who had been his lead guitarist and they also said that this is a classic stick in the head like the Stones satisfaction kind of riff and Bowie said himself it's a fabulous riff. It's just fabulous. When I stumbled onto it, it was an oh, thank you moment. So Rebel Rebel, just to let us, it, it's where he first kicks off with his question about gender and identity. It's where he shows us being a rebel is all about being true to yourself. And I was 19 when this was when this came out. And I just thought, wow, here's somebody that is that doesn't give a damn and that's telling us all it's okay not to give a damn it's okay to be who you are live how you want to live play how you want to play and go for it and stupidly this morning you know when those uh, the, the 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 reporters on sky they can cover the news really well when the news is hard news. But when the news is something arty or uh, tragic, like somebody like David Bowie dying, they're lost because they're trying to journalise it. They're trying to give it some kind of a sting. And they were saying, well, we're hearing that he's terribly clever, but we've looked it up and he only got one A-level and it was in art. And I'm there going... You know nothing about life if you're telling me that this guy can't have been that clever because he only had one A-level. You know nothing. Go away. <laughs> well, let's not wait. Rebel Rebel with, uh, as Bill suggests, uh, David Bowie on lead guitar. <laughs>
Well, of course, that's Rebel Rebel by the late David Bowie, the first essential Bowie song chosen by my guest, Bill Hughes. Bill, welcome. Uh, that's 40 years old. Um, now does it change? It's, like, it's, it's, it sounds like it was recorded last week. Like, you right. know, it's, it's so fresh. And the great thing about Bowie was he was a constant master of reinvention, self-reinvention. He kept throwing the bucket back into his own well of creativity and drawing up all sorts of new directions for himself. And he was incredibly playful. He was a very funny guy, as I hear a lot of people today have been playing the Ricky Gervais uh, clip from Extras, where he sang a parody song at Ricky Gervais about Ricky being a little chubby man with chubby cheeks, a little fat man. It's very funny. But his first real joke, I think, uh, that went public was back in 1968. He heard a tune, a French tune, and it was Comme d'habitude. And Comme d'habitude was the French tune that Paul Anka turned, later turned into My Way for Frank Sinatra. Now, at the time, Bowie wrote the lyrics, even a fool learns to love. But then he turned it around and he extended it and he turned it into Life on Mars. And his, Bowie's motivation was to actually be a parody of Sinatra's My Way. So it's like he's but life on Mars, an awful lot of people put an awful lot of depth into it and go, oh, my God, what's it really about? And it's so poetic. And it is. It's really poetic. But it's also Bowie having a go at the establishment and having a a joke at the expense of Sinatra and Paul Anka. So life on Mars, uh, it was. Rick Wakeman, the, the great keyboardist, played the keyboard on this and he said that it was a cross between a Broadway musical and a Salvador Dali painting, that this was just brilliant art, life on Mars. And I remember when I went to boarding school, one of the lads in boarding school, a guy whose nickname was Scommel, uh, in our dormitory at night would get out his guitar and would play an acoustic version of Life on Mars. And it was spine tingling. But this song, Neil McCormack, the great Irish rock journalist with the Daily Telegraph, he had to compile 100 greatest songs of all time. And when he compiled his 100 greatest songs of all time, his number one was this, Life on Mars. Will I know this? I think you should. Right, Okay. well, let's have it. Uh, The late David Bowie and Life on Mars. It's a god-awful small affair To the girl with the mousy hair But her mummy is yelling no And her daddy has told her to go But her friend is nowhere to be seen Now she walks through her sunken dream To the seat with the clearest view Hooked to the silver screen But the film is a sad thing for For she's lived it ten times or more She could spit in the eyes of fools As they ask her to focus on Singers fighting in the dance hall Take a look at her love affair 
on America's tortured brow But Mickey Mouse has grown up a cow Now the workers have struck for fame Cause Lennon's on sale again See the mice in their million hordes From Ibiza to the Norfolk broads Will Britannia is out of bounds To my mother, my dog and clowns All right, uh, Life on Mars uh, David Bowie. Uh, Bill Hughes is with me, the man who picks the essential songs at six o'clock every Thursday night, picking uh, the essential songs of the late David Bowie. Uh, We had Rebel Rebel and there we had Life on Mars. Um, There are two things. One, it's not my kind of music. No. So I don't think it was my kind of music 40 years ago either. And witness, therefore, I'm not really sure how to pronounce his name because, <laughs> uh, like, I had so little sort of interaction with that. I wasn't sure whether he invented the famous cowboy knife or whether he was, uh, like, a pop star, you know. But it's it's Bowie, in fact. It's that- Bowie, but his, his real name is David Robert Jones. Oh, I That's see. his real name. Right. But David Jones was already a successful monkey. Oh, he was, uh, and a famous Oliver. Yes, when yeah. when David uh, when da- David Bowie came into the business, and so he couldn't take his own name, David Jones. Right. It was already taken. So uh, that's how come Bowie. Okay, came. you're going to pick uh, four essential songs of David Bowie. But I could pick twenty. I could right. comfortably pick twenty. And uh, this guy turns you on clearly. Totally, I love David Bowie. I loved, and I loved the fact he seemed to have a great affinity for Dublin. Sure, he was always here. Oh, was he? He spent so much time here, and he played every venue in the city, from the Olympia Theatre to the Bagot Inn to the Point. He played Slane. He played the Academy down on <laughs> Abbey Street. Like he was always, and he'd be out shopping on Grafton Street and meeting people. Oh, he was really, you know, into the city. But he he had a huge influence on Irish people and I know that today and 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 I do my sympathies go out to people like like the four members of, of you two who would have been close with him and he was a huge influence on their careers and on All their right, lives okay. and Gavin Friday was he was a huge influence on Gavin and they were they were all friends and and so the loss must be very uh, a bitter pill today uh, oh, of course. for them. Uh, the, the, um, I was talking to Philip Malloy today mm-hmm. and I thought, I, I, I saw him in uh, Happy Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. Mer- yeah. Merry Christmas about the Japanese prisoner war camp. But what Philip said he was in 38 movies in some shape so or form. So many movies, yeah. He was the king of the fairies in, in the goblins in, in, in Labyrinth and he was the man who fell to earth with the great Ripped Horn is a fantastic uh, I love movie. The Man Who Fell to Earth. Yeah. yeah. And he did that one um, with Teresa Russell, the one about vampires, the very uh, sensual one. He did great movies. Like he was he was there. He was a movie star as well as being. And on Broadway, he appeared as John Merrick, the Elephant Man and won every award going for his performance, uh, for transforming himself. I have a te- yeah, I have a text that says his mother was from New Ross. Originally, was she? Yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah. Because uh, she was um, 
she was an usherette in a cinema in in uh, Brixton. That's where he was. He was brought up on the borders of Brixton and Stockwell in London. All right. And he went okay. to Stockwell School. Yeah, so let's stick with the music. Let's stick with the music. Um, the next one is a really upbeat one. And it's it's the one, it's the song that brought him back to, he fell out of favour for a period in the late 70s. And in the 80s, he needed to reinvent himself. And sure enough, he did. And he brought in Stevie Ray Vaughan, the great guitarist, the great late great guitarist, to play the guitar solo at the end of the song. But he got he teamed up with Nile Rodgers, Nile Rodgers, who had all the hit music music of the time, the dance music. And this is a song called "Let's Dance." What are we having? And dance the blue 
Well, there you have it, uh, David Bowie, and let's dance, which I, I like now. I'm okay with that. I like the energy. Uh, but Ian says he's delighted we're paying tribute to uh, his genius in this way, even though I'm not a massive fan, uh, and I'm not, but I mean, that would never mean that I don't understand his contribution. His mother's maiden name was O'Burn in New Ross, and surely, George, you remember his little drummer boy duet with Bing Crosby. I remember it very well. Uh, and and we did it on Essential Songs, Bill. On you Christmas Eve, we did it on Christmas Eve. Yeah. On Christmas Eve. Yeah. Little did we know. So we are joined to a close with his final um, piece, with your final choice of David Bowie's Essential Songs. Where did this one come from? Well, when they had the marvellous Olympics in London a few short years ago and as the athletes came in to the stadium uh, it was a piece of, you know, they, they used British music, British culture so well in that whole ceremony and the whole way they did it. So when people were coming in uh, for the great British Paralympic team uh, they played Bowie's Heroes and I know that they had approached him at the time to perform it live. And I know a lot of people were going, I wonder why he didn't do it live. But he had only had a heart attack recently before that. And that's why he actually wasn't well enough. And little did they know that he was seriously unwell. So heroes to me, like heroes, Moby claimed that heroes is one of his favorite songs ever written. Dave Gann says he got his place in Depeche Mode because he was heard singing it by Vince Clark. Like people in the music business, Bowie is intertwined in their lives, their careers. He means so much to so many people on so many levels. And that's why it's great that you're able to pay tribute to him this evening, George. And I'm delighted to have been asked because it's important to mark. Paul Gambaccini said something great today. He said, a great redwood tree has fallen in the forest. And that is an amazing poetic way to put the loss of David Bowie. It's a massive loss. Yeah, now Maureen Golden says she can't believe that I don't know Bowie's stuff. Where have you been all your life? Well, it just wasn't my kind of music. But um, in that, just those final few words of yours, Bill, which were very heartfelt, is this up there like with Buddy Holly, Elvis, this kind of thing? This, this well, the it, death of David Bowie. If I was to rank them, I'd put Bowie, Buddy Holly, Elvis. Really? Hmm. I would. So and this song, Heroes, he's a hero to so many people around the world. And he's he's certainly a hero uh, to all forms of expression, artistic expression. And he's a hero to all young people who needed to look up to someone because while he went off the rails as a young man, he certainly grew into the thin white duke and he was a super uh, example of how to carry yourself in public. He never took himself too seriously. He was never pretentious and he was a genius. All right. Well said, Bill. So Thursday, uh, Bill will be here. We'll be looking at the essential songs of uh, 1966. But in that uh, wonderful tribute to David Bowie, uh, Bill Hughes leaves us and uh, David Bowie leaves us on the programme with uh, the final essential song uh, chosen by Bill Hughes, Heroes. (laughs) 
helper. 